Hi, Kath. Hi, Don. Open up my window. Hi, Chloe. <laughs> Hello. Yay. Tell everybody who Chloe is. She's my niece. <laughs> <laughs> She's mine. I have my own niece. I love her. Uh, best friend growing up, her daughter. So it's uh, it's nice. It's nice that I have my own. So I'm just <laughs> claiming her. And she came to join us, and I'm so excited. No, she didn't. She came to visit you, and you <laughs> said we're recording the podcast. Is that true? Um, well... <laughs> I'm excited to be on the podcast. Thank so. you, Chloe. We're excited to have you. Thank, thank you, you so much for joining us because we get to talk about why I'm famous in my world. Famous in your head. <laughs> no Hashtag famous <laughs> in your head. So before we start, so I am doing so well on my walking and Fitbit stuff. Okay. Doing really well with that. And so I walked over uh, the park, which is the bridge. And I've been thinking about this past week because on Patreon, it was the parrot. Yes. Correct. Yes, that was last week. That the was last week. Last week's the, the parrot. parrot. So being mindful. This week was the hawk. Right. The hawk. This week's the hawk, but last week was the parrot. And the mm-hmm. parrot was being mindful about what you say because you mimic your life by what you say and say out loud. So remembering that, I'm enjoying with Henry. We're walking on the bridge and this biggest bird. It was a big bird. Like and a seagull? We thought that, but it was too, it wasn't slim. It was like a fat bird. And I said, oh, my God. I said, I said, when I die and I come back, I want to be Big Bird. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> like anyway, he's like, wait, wait, parrot, parrot. He's like, you don't really you. want to come back as Big Bird. And I'm like, I do. And I said, no, I don't want to keep the legacy of Big Bird going on. I want to come back as a Big Bird. Being mindful. Anyway, I laughed Like an it. emu? I don't know like what that is. Like an ostrich? No, it wasn't an ostrich. No, no, no. I know there wasn't an ostrich. Oh, what I want to come back? Yes. I want to be an eagle. Who doesn't want to be an eagle? (laughs) It was a beautiful big bird. And I don't know. It didn't look like an eagle. Maybe Mm. it was a hawk. Maybe it was like a special hawk. That just special like a giant. Like (laughs) Andre the Giant came back (laughs) as a bird. That was like a crane. It didn't have long legs. It was just literally like a fat bird with really long Did ever t- one time um I when know. i was living in the midwest i was about and it to was say dust. it was pregnant it looked pregnant they don't get pregnant it was dusk out and a snowy owl came out of the woods oh God. it was you know i thought it means? was a flying dog like no. i had a oh. legit like heart-stopping moment where i was like how is that dog flying because it was the the shape of the body and the way the shadows were at dusk yeah and i i can see it right now like I can see it. We have a white snowy owl. Is that what they call it? The snowy white owl? Yeah. In our neighborhood. And it landed when we come into our uh, park. There's a white owl here? Yeah. Listen Wait, to this. I got to Google first that. First of all, first yeah. of all, trust me what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. So I remember pulling into the drive where our park is and the white owl was on the ground in front of the mailboxes. Mm. I stopped and hyperventilated because yeah. I just saw the fifth sense or whatever that the is. The fifth, fifth, fifth element. The fifth element. <laughs> with that fucking white owl, like the aliens are coming. And I was yeah. just like, no, no. I was like, oh, my God. And I tried. It just like <laughs> stared at me. And I'm like, you know. Well, scared. you know, the night before Sophie had Nico, 
we Chris and I were driving home um, on the back roads of Kingston by the river, by the, you know, by the Rondout, by the water. And I saw like a reflection of eyes and I thought, oh, it's a cat. There's a cat that looks like it's going to cross the road. So I slowed down. As I slowed down, the cat's not moving. Like, it's just, and then I was like, is it a raccoon? Like, I, it, as I'm approaching, it was, it was nighttime and my headlights hadn't quite hit it straight on. That's how you see, right, you know, the right. reflection of the eyes or whatever. And as I slowed down, Chris was like, what is that? What the fuck is that? And we slowed down and it was a, a two foot tall owl. That was just wall. sitting on the road. Like, and I stopped and we stopped us. and we just like made eye contact. And I was like just staring at the owl, staring at the owl. Mm. And I said to Chris, Sophie's having her baby tomorrow. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh you were like, it was a message. Oh, my God. It was coming. Yeah, the shining. It was coming. <laughs> yeah. The and then the next day I went to work. I purposely took a half day of work. I went out to lunch with a friend mm -hmm. and the thunderstorm happened and oh, you okay. called me and I was like, yeah, she's having the baby today. Like, so the owl oh talked God. to you and Chris and I always talk about, remember when we saw that owl? <laughs> like Chris always, <laughs> that because owl, yeah. that's also where the eagles are that are nearby. Yeah. And I've only seen them once or twice, but other people see them regularly. They know where they nest. You have to pay attention. This I week know. is about Hawk and the Hawk medicine is all about like, let your spirit, be the guide and that trusting what you see that there's no coincidences so when you do there see that there are no coincidences so when you're seeing owl or you see you know the same song comes up or numbers you got to pay attention because they're the spirit's trying to give you messages and you have to pay attention i mean there there is no there is no when i saw that bird i realized like i cannot come back as big bird <laughs> <It's really laughs> although it would be a dream to come back as a muppet i don't think it's a good idea I think it wasn't a hawk, a fat hawk. Yeah. I think it was a fat hawk or an eagle that mm -hmm. I, I didn't have my glasses on. <laughs> Could have been an airplane. I don't know what the hell I saw. My favorite. I used to walk when the weather was nice. I used to park um, on the highland side of the walkway and walk to the Bardavon in Poughkeepsie in the oh. early, early morning. What? What? No, go ahead. What? I don't. I Just keep going. Not being specific where we are. I, people know where I work. Oh, okay. Oh, that's true. <laughs> All right. I was just trying to be. Go ahead. <laughs> people know where we okay. are. Okay. So I'm walking. I'm walking in Poughkeepsie. I'm walking to Poughkeepsie or whatever. And um, I'm by myself. Serene morning. Really nice. Like the f there's like a little bit of fog lifting. And it was about 7.15 in the morning. And there really was nobody else. Because it was a little chilly. And a fucking drone Oh my comes god! By what? And uh, I, That's uh, crazy. I'm walking with my middle finger up, right? Where did it? <laughs> and then, hold on. So that was in the fall. In the spring, Dutchess County Tourism wants to show us show um, their promotional video that <laughs> did all this drone stuff. And the guy who made the film, um, I was like. You don't happen to have footage of somebody giving it a finger <laughs> that morning because I, the you know the scenery looked. He was like, he's like I I did have somebody. He's like he did say he's like I don't think it was you, but I did have one person on the walkway who was clearly not happy 
I was like, no, it could have been me. I'm okay <laughs> with owning it. I just think it's really funny. He was like, no, it was around that time that they were taking, because I didn't know, like, what the fuck? You know, and I didn't know. I don't know. want yeah. people taking And they were taking promotional shots nice. all around. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. You know what was so great? We, oh, we saw uh, OAC at uh, the walkway today. Uh, they were having this big, amazing. AOC? Um, is that, is that what I say? OAC? AOC. Yeah. Like hey AOC. I don't know what it is. Yeah. AOC. AOC. Yeah. Um, and she was she was there and she had like bodyguards and stuff. And they she had. What was she doing there? Uh, they just did a, a statue, an unveiling statue of Sojourner Truth. It was oh, so great to I be a part that of that. I was there. I would have been it there. It was so great. We were coming back. And of course, like, you know, Henry and I are dressed in black. And of course, I have my music blasted, <laughs> like my phone <laughs> as my boom box. And. I was like, what's going on there? And um, they Which, had, where was it? When you go in the entranceway where the bathrooms are, the the, the circle space. Uh-huh. When, as soon as you go in the entrance in the Highlands, they oh. have a beautiful th- unveiling. It was a real special moment. Wow. Yeah, it was a really. I love again, when the Chris, bird. I love when. And then Sojourner Truth. Chris made an really AOC nice. mask. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, I love Chris her. Is, Chris is quite woke these days. <laughs> it's very, very entertaining. <laughs> and um, she's like, you know, he mostly just wants to, you know, piss people off. So he's like, I'm going to wear this out in public. <laughs> and I yeah. love seeing a really big old white guy wear an AOC mask. Yeah. That's good. And there are people who kind of growl at him. And there uh, are other people who are like, okay. that's awesome. <laughs> I love it. We I love her. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I wanted to make a Black Lives Matter mask. Yeah. Yeah. But you can buy them, and if you buy them, they go to um, the actual cause. Oh, do they? Mm-hmm. I actually, uh, when we're done, I'll show you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah that's great. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was pretty empowering today. We had a really great day. I did my 10,000 steps. I'm in, and then I got to see Big Bird and, and AOC. And AOC. It was really great. What and great Sojourner time. Truth. And who knew that your Wednesday was going to be knew? like? Who knew? It was amazing. It was amazing. So I've had such a great And then Chloe came to visit, and that Uh-oh. brings me joy. I'm so happy to see you. It brings me joy, too. Ugh. Oh. I love so her. happy. Right so now. happy. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about why I'm famous in our world. Right. Famous in your head. Famous right. in my head is because you are the first person. Well, first of all, you are studying film and video at Pratt Institute. Yeah. Brooklyn baby. All right. Brooklyn right. in the house. And your first project in high school, right? Well, tell us about what this project was because you know where I'm leading up. Yes. So I was assigned a project to make a documentary by the end of my junior year. And I chose Kathy. <gasps> she chose me. <laughs> out of my subject. The, <laughs> out of all the people you knew. Right. You chose me and I was so flattered. And uh, why did you choose me? Well, I was a bit skeptical. Oh, of you can admit you thought everything that Kathy did was bullshit. <laughs> I didn't think did. it was bullshit. I was a little bit um like wary because i don't know like i feel like i need backup and you know through the documentary i kind of realized that backup and like support can be intangible um so yeah yeah so so we had a conversation you said can i do a documentary about your psychic work right because you know as being your aunt kathy which i love being aunt kathy um you really did you really know exactly what I did because you know like kids in your kid you know like adults and then their kids in the family you don't really know what the adults do really you know we don't really talk about it yeah did you know the work that I actually did 
I didn't know the specifics. No, I, you know, when you say the word psychic, you think of like woo woo stuff. Like it's going to be really dark and mysterious. And like, I guess so dark and mysterious. (laughs) No. Yeah. So like the, (laughs) the contradictory nature of it was something that I was really drawn to. Mm -hmm. And you being my aunt, I want to know more. Yeah. And then, so, uh, I got permission. This was so cool. I think in all the years I've done this work, I've never had anybody sit in a session because it's confidential. It's like, you know, it's a special thing to yeah. sit down and have a session because it's not just reading cards. There's like, it's a deeper, you know, experience and not everybody really realized it. And so getting permission and waivers of people for you to film sessions was the coolest thing. Cause I'm like, I said to Gabriel, I said, is this going to work? Like if you're in that. I said, Gabriel. I said, Gabriel. <laughs> Gabe. Gabe, babe. JB, is this going to work? I was like, because I, I, I felt a little nervous because nobody's ever watched me really work. You know, it's like, it was kind of interesting for me because I was being tested as well. Like, can I be authentic? Is it, do I, ha- is this, am I going to have to strain to do this? Like, how does this really work? You were so professional, like you, you were like in high school and I worked with people. I know people. You just sat in a corner. I forgot that you were there. I forgot that you would be in these sessions with the people that I was inter with, that I was interviewing, that I was doing sessions with. Yeah. And um, part of the conversation is that you felt like you were very skeptic of, you know, psychics and what they do. And I love having these conversations. I think we, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or not when uh, I was watching Penn and Teller's bullshit. I know I just talked to you. There's, I don't remember. So Penn and Teller, uh, which whom I love, doesn't mm-hmm. matter what they do. They, I think everybody has the right to, to speak whatever they want to. Um, they have like these. Um, they had a show on Showtime that was called Bullshit. And, wh- they, and they debunked a lot of things. Right. Like recycling and. Yeah. I, I can't remember. It was on a long time ago. Yeah. And one of them was psychics yeah. and mediums. And, and yeah. And I agreed with And here I am sitting with Henry looking at this and I'm going, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was hard because you're talking about a group that I possibly would belong to. And I work very hard to separate myself. I'm very independent because there are a lot of people who aren't good at what at psychic work and damage people's souls by giving them information that they hold on to all their lives and i and i have a problem with that and people john edwards pisses me off it's Mm -hmm. bullshit you know um except for Teresa caputo who is legit again she's the she's yeah but i don't like how she um ambushes people and i don't know if that's just fake for tv that's fake. It's for, just totally fake. It's fake. You need permission. Yeah, yeah but I can't. think it also allows it. Th- it makes people think that people like you have when you have psychic Tourette's at the hospital and you start telling people yeah, things. It's that. not appropriate. Not inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, so telling you to shut up. Do you know that she does that? <laughs> no. When I she's under no anesthesia, she's a little bit drugged up. Like that's why I don't two, get drunk. Two summers ago. Two summers ago, she had a a bee sting or a bug allergy thing. She's in the hospital. She's a little drugged up, and a nurse came in, and Kathy's like, "Well, well, there was one where you said, oh, she's like, your father's right with you." <laughs> And she's like, what? My father's dead? She's like, I know. He's so proud of you. He's right behind you. <laughs> oh, my God. And she was like, uh, <laughs> And then there was a nurse. There was a, a nurse or a doctor who walked by. And Kathy's like, 
well, that doctor's cheating on like you were. You <laughs> oh were my God. She was like saying stuff, and it's I was like, "Stop saying stuff." I do that all like I had that years ago with my friend Sally, and that story. Listen to psychic stories; it's pretty funny. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but this latest one, yeah, and I have to be very careful. Like when they say, when I ha- if I have to have a surgical procedure, and they say, "Do you have, <laughs> do you have side effects to anesthesia?" I said, "I have psychic Tourette's." And I said, and I get very emotional and I need a, I need a family member with me yeah. at all times because I need a lot of hugs and kisses and a lot yeah, of shutting up. It's very bad. It's very bad. I heard a lot of people yeah. doing that. I so know, I always think, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have a problem with the idea of Teresa Caputo just going up to people at the deli like, oh my God, do you mind? I have to, I have something I have to tell you. Spirit right. is telling me I have right. to tell you. Yeah. Spirit does not have to tell that person right now. Just have to say that. Well, it, the 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 practice well no i this is this is a thing that the mentees and i talk about is that you know so wait go back to pen and teller oh so pen and teller has a thing called bullshit and so it's about how um mediums and psychics they dig for questions mm-hmm. and it's really it is how they do it if you you know you have someone with an r, r who's r who yeah. you know i see and then like you can look at people's faces and you can kind of like you know it's a, being a mentalist mm-hmm. it's it's that kind of thing um, I don't read like that. And so people often, um, I do have clients who haven't had a reading before or watch those things and they come in very skeptic. And the first thing I said is I need you not to talk for at least 15 minutes. Right. I just go yeah. on and, and on. And if things make sense, great. And if they don't put it on the shelf, it'll make sense later. Yeah. And the fact that I don't ask questions, it freaks out people it freaks me out it's not like i'm saying because oh look what i can do it's like no it's just like this really crazy skill and gift that i have and it's and to share that with with or have somebody witness that was a really big deal for me because i sometimes go am i like like am i like am i crazy like what is what is it that i do is so crazy Mm -hmm. so when you said you were gonna film it i was like oh man there's pressure i'm like what if i'm bullshit like what if what if when i look at it, i'm like am i just making this up which you can't i'm like it's really crazy so that was my that was my experience with it i loved that you were in the room and able to witness um some of the things that i've never got to share with anybody except for the client you know and yeah. then they sometimes go was that real most people go oh my god that was real yeah. and whatever i get you know but sometimes really kind of funny it's kind of interesting yeah, I think that one commonality between all of your clients that I saw was at the end of it, it was just surprise and kind of like an awakening almost. And it was like that for me too, sitting in on it, because it felt more like a therapy session than something that you're just like pulling out of thin air. Right. So right. it's not a parlor trick. Yeah, it's very intellectual and emotional, and it's not something that you can really perform if it's like authentic thank you for saying that i love it yeah professional and emotional and so i just want to i just really appreciate it so in hindsight you finished the documentary super fun i even give a little dig to donna which was really funny i did it was really funny i don't think you watched it i did watch it i I just don't remember because it didn't mean a thing (laughs) (laughs) um is so what did you get on it I think I got an A. Of course you did. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. When I was screening <laughs> it, my teacher going into it, he was like, oh, you're going to have to like present this a certain way. That's like always in film. You have to present it one way 
So if it's like a skeptical perspective, then you have to kind of portray it as that. So the whole documentary is set up as a character study, sort of. And it was me working out almost like a journal entry, trying to find out like what about this is real that I can tell people. Um, And it just, I don't know, it felt like a portrait instead of, you know, like, like I said, like a performance. Um, so when we were watching it in class, I could just, I was looking at my teacher and like a smile was creeping oh, onto yeah. his face. And like at the end of it, he was just silent and he was like, wow, mm-hmm. that was really something. Well, I think if I remember correctly, like you named a name, which you can do. Yeah. I remember there was like a James or a Joseph yeah. or What's something. It? Yeah. That one was very surprising. That was with Emma Smith's mom. Oh, we have to edit that. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. No, do okay. we? Yeah. Do we? Is it on the documentary? It, yeah. I think her name might be on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But um, she, I think that she also went into it. Oh, and she signed of, a waiver. We're yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, she went into a kind of like skeptical, I think. And just like the whole time. Oh, I were, remember. Yeah, yeah, there were like something with the sharks. No. I don't know. Such a long time ago. I think it was something with the son and a friend. Yes. And oh, yes. Oh, the poor. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I don't want to be Yeah. So, so the bottom line is like I was able to name the friend and a situation and yeah. was very specific about what happened and mm-hmm. how it affected her. And she just her whole it was therapeutic. I think it was like the fact that when you can dive into something that you hold on to for so long mm-hmm. and don't realize like that's what you pull because we talk about that mm-hmm. and create sickness and illness when you when you hold on to things that might hurt um she was able to release that and that made me feel so good that she was able to say because a lot of people don't know how to speak their own truth it's so hard to go into yourself and say, this is what hurts me. Yeah. It's different when I can look at you and say, oh, that hurts you. And you go, it does. It <laughs> does hurt. You know, and yeah. let's talk about that yeah. because then you don't own it anymore. And there's no judgment on it. If I have something to a secret I have and I say, to you know, and I'm living with it because I'm afraid of judgment. And then Donna goes, oh, by the way, this is what I see. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you there's no judgment because she's bringing that out in me. Mm -hmm. So I really appreciate those moments. And that also helps me, you know, work on the skill as well. So the, the documentary was so good. I mean, for your high school was your first one. Yeah. It was my first documentary. And so now when you become famous, because you're going to be famous, (laughs) I'm going to have my name behind all that. I was like, well, uh, she got her start with me because I was her subject. (laughs) And so uh, at the end, we'll have to put out the film. I don't know how to find it. It's under Chloe. Uh, yeah, it's on YouTube. I can send it to you. Send it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I have to rewatch it, too. I think I still have some yeah, I footage. I know. Yeah. It's really fun. It's really yeah. fun. So I just want to say how proud I am of you thank and you. that you're going to school for it and you're natural at it. And I just want to thank you for the experience because it made me a better person looking back at it and um seeing seeing yourself as a, seeing yourself of what you do is very uh humbling and reflective and i just it was awesome so thanks yeah. chloe high five high five thank you you're welcome you're awesome you're awesome all right let's yeah. take a break
We've been poking Donna for this whole break. Stop it. When you have low energy, I got to smack you. I know, but I, I've only had sugar. It's very rare that I get, I get to be on top of the hill. Like I'm king of the hill. Very rare. So when you're vulnerable is when I got to sneak in. You're going to like roll down the hill. But all I have to do is put my foot up and you'll trip right over me. And you'll keep going. Yeah, I'm very low energy. But it's okay. It's all good. It is good. It's all good. Okay. So what are we talking about? We took a break last week. We needed a break. Yes. Even though. What did we do? Oh, we went to the. Yeah, Coco to the ocean for the first time. Oh, it was very magical. It was. He was. Oh, that baby. (laughs) That's all I need. That baby. I just eat him up. He is. Oh, he's my soulmate. What I love is that um, I have a small sandbox at my house for him to play at, and I have a pool for him to play at. And so Sophie told him we're going to the biggest sandbox <laughs> and the biggest pool. So when we got there, he was like, sandbox! <laughs> like he pool. And then um, I'm carrying him into the ocean and um, it there wasn't a lot of waves. And uh, he goes, pool! Like, go forward. Like, <laughs> like go forever. Right. Like, go to the edge. Aww. Right, we can see Mimi's plants, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. tiki stuff when they go to the edge of the yeah, pool. Yeah, yeah, he was very cute. So we took a break. We took, yeah, we took a break, and yeah, it was a kind of a low energy kind of week for me. I think like the reset, yeah. like I'm getting ready to reset, mm. you know. Been, uh, yeah, I ignored uh, red flags for a situation in my life. Proud of you. Took Toby, some conversations. Yeah, Toby made such um an astute observation that i'm actually mad at myself for missing one of the things and here's some here's some free advice for you chloe young person i've learned in my old age that there is a certain type of person who comes into your life who is um like fruit stripe gum do you remember fruit stripe i love fruit stripe gum you put it in your mouth it tastes delicious it's so much fun and then in like five seconds, it tastes like <laughs> disgusting rubber cement in your mouth, right? And there are people who come in your life that you're like, wow, this person is so dynamic yeah. and they're giving me such uh, great things, whether it's a friend or whatever. And they're so wonderful in the beginning. And then for some reason, they become much more difficult to deal with. Yeah. And one of the red flags that I discovered in the last 10 years is that... Um, I have found that the person who does not have relationships from their early life is a problem for me, for me, my experience. Not their early life, but just a long time. Just a long time. Yeah, I guess. Long time. Right. Like, you know, I mean, I have friends. Five years. At least. <laughs> I, I would say 10 years even. So there was a, a woman in my life who... Um, I thought it was odd for her. She thought it was just crazy that I had so many friends from high school still. And, you know, I'm 51. I One of them just texted me before we, and we don't live very similar lives, you know. And I have at least two dozen people from high school that I am in daily conversations with. I know that's not usual or normal. And I have friends, college age, still friends with them. I have friends from when I worked in the mall in my 20s. Like, I I maintain relationships, and I 
do well with people who have maintained relationships over time. And I have really had fallings out with people who one of the red flags is that they don't have any long-term relationships, you know, friendships. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I do. I'm just and like then, questioning okay. because like, like, I'm that per. I don't. Well, no, that's not true. Go ahead. Keep going. I do have, I do have long-term relationships. You do have, you're sitting with Chloe. I know. I just, for fuck's sake. I just realized. I'm like, yes, of course. You're friends with her parents for how long? Oh, 15. I was 15 years old. You were 15 years old. So there's one, at least But I'm not 15 now. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. So Mm. there's that. Sophie was, who did you cut your hair today? Who, whose hair did you cut? Jaja. Best friend from kindergarten. Right. So. Um, I'm not putting you on the spot, but I'm just telling you, like, I don't know if you have friends you from friends? when you were young, um, but like, you're young. And so yeah. now's the time for you to form those friendships. Yeah. Or even if you have that one person we spoke about before, right? if that person stays with you, like that, even if that one person stays with you, yeah, that's something. Like I think if you have relationships with your family, you have strong relationships with your family. Yeah, there's that, and yeah. so sure. you maintain yeah. that. And because right. my closest friends is, uh, you know, is Donna and Henry. Like my husband and my mm-hmm. sister are yeah. my besties. You know, it's like that's okay too. You know, but we have to maintain. You still have to maintain yes. those relationships and connections. It's still yeah. work. Yeah, it's still, still work. work. It's true. Yeah. And so, um, about. Mm, now uh uh 10 a little like eight years ago i had a falling out with someone and she was she was crazy she turned out to be really i mean really nuts and someone said to me didn't you notice that she has no friends like other than like her right now friends and i was like oh my gosh that's true that's true and then i've noticed other people in my life who i tend to really be connected with people who have really long friendships anyway so that is me regularly but now I've pivoted in my professional life and I'm freelance writing during this time of COVID and um, I got in touch friend of a friend hooked me up so appreciative really great she's an older woman and um, personally I'm not thrilled with the whole experience and Toby said to me don't you find it odd that she's so established at the age that she's at? There has, there's nobody in her Rolodex who even has like a kid in journalism or she has no connections to a potential intern or a potential, like, right. like I was, she was so happy to help me and, yeah. you know, give me a leg up, blah, blah, blah. And it's, I obviously don't fit the bill. But she worked mm-hmm. with me, et cetera. But it was turned out to be such a pain in the ass. And I'm like, yeah, she's so accomplished and she just doesn't have. So anyway, it was a very good um, lesson in boundaries I've had this month. Yes. So I'm coming down off of that. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've had a lot of conversations about it. I'm like, you know, one thing that we've talked about before, like with work relationships and even um, your personal relationships, they're the same. Like sometimes, you know, relationships are relationships. You can have a relationship with your job. And relationships outside um and you don't leave jobs you leave people mm-hmm. like most of the time people don't leave their job because the actual work they do it's because the people have made it difficult or it's it's a challenging environment with people yeah. with bureaucracy or gossip or non-support mm-hmm. it's all those things that break down relationships and 
it's so hard that when you're trying to transition your life into something better Mm -hmm. that you don't go back to old patterns because it's what you've learned. Right. Like you're, you very much are very, what I love about you when you're real strong, um, characteristics that you have is that you have great work ethic and Mm -hmm. you are very organized and you're, you're true to what you do. You put your hundred percent. Yeah. And I'll figure it out. I'm and not, figure yeah, it out. I'm not intimidated by things like, you know, we created a podcast like, like, okay, Googled how to right. do a podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like literally, <laughs> right. I went to unwired magazine and I top 10 pieces of equipment <laughs> and I picked the fourth one. That's yeah. It. Between, I was like, not the expensive one, not the cheapest one. I literally was like the fourth one. I'm going to pick that. <laughs> that was the fourth yeah, one. Yeah. And that's, that's one you make things yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah. I'll figure it out. And the yeah. one thing that we have to remember is that we cannot work so hard to make other people's dreams happen for them yeah yeah and so when you're in this really and that includes personal relationships mm-hmm. we work so hard in a relationship to make the other person's life <laughs> happen that we lose ourselves and like when you're working for a place a company it's like you're working so hard you're you're sacrificing your own happiness and joy in life to make other people's dreams happen because there's an obligatory work ethic that you want to do. And so if you're transitioning into becoming independent, it's like, don't go back to, don't go back to those patterns of, you know, making other people's dreams happen, work for yourself. Yeah. And you can say no, like be in a position where you could say this relationship is not worth losing my the one thing that I, I love, but I've had several conversations, not only with you, but with other people trying to, you know, and myself trying to do your own thing is this, is um, I totally forgot my train of thought. Oh, my God. It just totally. Don't make other people's dreams. Don't make other people. Oh, you have the right to fire clients. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You have, if, yeah. if you're, thank you. If yeah. you were thinking about a person before you go to bed at night that's not your loved ones, get them the fuck out of your life yeah if you're thinking about them more in than like a in like a like a a chronic like no, in, no, in you a, can think yeah. yeah 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 like thinking about what that person's thinking what that person's doing and i'm not talking just one incident i'm saying right. like it's a chronic conversation if 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 you are monopolizing a conversation based on something you're unhappy with mm-hmm be mindful of that. Mm-hmm. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to, nobody wants mm-hmm. to listen to that every time you have a conversation. Yeah. And yeah. I totally did that like for two weeks. But that's okay. Cause we yeah. had a plan. You were like, yeah, I was you planning. Plan. I was, was planning. I'm planning. But I re- right. Because we're not very drama filled people. Not that's anymore. True. That's no. So we're it's not. like anything exciting. Oh, what's this? We have yeah. to work on something. <laughs> oh wait, we have yeah, to work so on this. We, right. Yeah. Voyeur. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why you guys watch yeah. the Bravo channel. Yeah, we watch time. Garbage. I can't. 100%. I can't yeah. enough people. You, yeah, you're watching Love Island. I'm watching Love Island. It's right. very therapeutic to watch other people's problems. Right. Like, yeah. That's why. O-P-P. Yeah. <laughs> other people's Is that pro- what OPP I don't think the OPP stands for that. I don't think, I don't think she no. knows. Oh, I WAP. I just have to say, oh, I poor. What ass problems? What ass problems? White ass? What? A wet ass? What's wet ass problem? What does that mean? Well, I don't understand that. But not like that. 
I don't like, know what you're. Caught in the rain. Oh, ca- oh, ca- <laughs> yeah, thank you for translating. Caught in the rain, and it's a wet ass problem. <laughs> <laughs> wet ass problem. So, so going back to that, you know, being mindful that you have control yeah. of your relationships, including yeah. work relationships. Yeah. You don't have, just because you work with somebody doesn't mean you have to take on everything that person's about. Learn how to have boundaries. Say no. Right. If you're not going to jeopardize. I mean, you may. I don't know. I don't want to say you're not going to jeopardize. But is when you're looking out for yourself and you're, you have to create the peace of mind in your life to yeah. be happy. Mm-hmm. Yogananda, you know, success equals happiness. Right. And if you're not happy, change it. Right. Yeah. Cha- even if you're stuck, it doesn't have to be right now. Like everybody's like, right. what do you mean? You want me to-? Like, no, I don't want you to quit your job right now. Yeah. Why don't you work towards it? Yeah. Why don't you work towards yeah. it? If towards you're not something yeah. else, something yeah. else and yeah. let the pro you, you have to let the process happen. Yeah. I was just watching this YouTube video about this guy or this one dude who like lives in Paris. I love him. He was interviewing his friend and his friend said something so profound that I'm just like remembering over and over again is that self-discipline is self-love. Yeah. That working towards something that you really want and being ruthless to yourself about it is going to get you to a place of self-love. That's right. Clap that up. See, she's why she's mine. To <laughs> listen to that. And it's true. And I think that that's, you know, that's a really hard lesson to do because we so much want validation from other people. Right. Yeah. We so much want right. to be accepted because we're dolphins. We want to hang out and be social and, you know, you know, we are, we're mammals and we want to have that socialization and be accepted and have non-judgment and all that kind of stuff. But in reality, it doesn't just fall in your lap. And when it does, it's great. It's a, it's a gift. But so most of the time you have to work at that. And by doing that, you have to filter out the, the negative, the negativity of other yeah. people and their yeah. lives and their path. Right. Yeah. Cause we've talked about this a hundred times that you're not responsible for other people's actions and feelings. Right. right. So if that's true and you are, you're feeling stuck in a work situation mm-hmm. with somebody who's toxic, mm-hmm. work your ass off to protect yourself. And, mm-hmm. and sit down and really have a conversation with yourself mm-hmm. and say, okay, this is how this person makes me feel. How can I stop that person from making, because that person didn't do anything to you. You're doing it to yourself. You're allowing right. yourself to, yeah. to soak in that, that yeah. toxic thinking. It's yeah. crazy. My situation I mean, is not toxic no. per se. I actually really, really like the people involved. They're really great. But how this person is going about this project is just exhausting and infuriating, and um, I can't I can't work that way. It sounds cliche, um, and uh, yeah. So I am saying no. You were saying no. Yeah. I was really proud. Yeah. It was hard to do that, and and yeah. But you didn't just say no and walk away. You actually ca- you created a plan. Yeah, and, I, yeah. and you had dignity. You had. They just don't know my plan yet. Right, but but you what you did, which I. I love, which is the mastery of it, is that you said, okay, this isn't going to make me happy. Mm-hmm. This is what they're doing. This is what I will not tolerate. And these are things that I can be flexible with. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be all or nothing. Right. Yeah. And then I had a conversation and asked her to reframe my, you know, responsibilities and my role in this project, which she acquiesced and recognized and thanked me for my maturity. Cause I knew yeah. I wasn't going to make, I didn't fit the role. 
And I was like, I'm just not going to make you happy. And I know what my limitations are. And, you know, she was very acquiescent, like I said. And she said, you know, I can't teach talent. You have talent. That's great. Oh, snap. Yeah. That's wow. great. Well, and I appreciate it. Did you hear yeah. that? She has talent. And I appreciate that. <laughs> you do have talent. But that, d- that doesn't make everything work. You know, just mm-hmm. recognizing that wasn't enough because, you know, she just, you know, how she handled deadlines and, you know, expectations. It was, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was definitely a, a lot. A lot of attention. So much attention. So that's so the, that's much. step number one yeah. is the boundaries of you don't, you're not on anybody's beck and call. Yeah, that was Unless that's your like, job. It was Unless you're a bodyguard. Like, Please I'm, be on beck and call. Like I could, <laughs> Unless you have yeah. bodyguard duties. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, I'd call. wake up at 9 a.m. and there would be emails sent Camp. well after 9, 9 p.m., 10 p.m. with like oh. legit questions. That's like, can you get this ASAP? You know, yeah. and deadlines were on Saturdays, Sundays, evenings, no. you know, Zoom calls at... Yeah. Are you available at seven o'clock? Are you available? And it's one thing to plan those things out, but she would deviate from those plans. And that's the issue you for me. So I felt like, uh, I, yeah, I can't work like that, whatever. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a hard decision to make about like walking away from something. Cause you know, there is the carrot of money and there's the carrot of job satisfaction and well experience, done, right? and experience yeah. et cetera. And then, you know, there's the carrot of self-fulfillment. And, there's and so what's, right. what's the bigger carrot? And for me, it's the, it's the, the latter, it's the fulfillment, self-fulfillment. Mm-hmm. So in yeah. the end it's work that's not mine. Cause she changes everything, which is fine. I'm not married to anything. So I can't add anything onto my portfolio. I can't use it as a right. lily pad right. in some way. The only thing I could potentially get out of this is a reference for work for other people. But if they are like this person, do I want that? Do right. Want do you attract path? what you, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So then, you know, and maybe, Maybe I'm not cut out for this path I've put out for myself. I have to be open to that too. I can't force that either. That's an ugly thing. That's a dark closet moment of like, maybe this last, you know, well, definitely since COVID, but even before COVID, I'd say since December, January, when I was on a trajectory of like, I need to do something else. What's going to make me really happy? Staying home and writing is going to make me happy. COVID happens. I'm like, okay, guess what? I'm home. So right. now how yeah. do I make this into a potential career? Because I'm probably going to have to do something anyway. So I start working on that. And like within the, v- right it, from the beginning, I had work and clients, not enough to make a living yet, but that's fine. But like, and this was a pretty big one. It was a big project. And I was like, yay, yippee kaye. And then by a month later, I'm like, oh my fucking God. Like, Red flag, red flag, yeah. red flag. Yeah, you got to trust yeah. that. No self-fulfillment. And so I have to say, like, okay, am I burning a bridge, number one? Number two, am I not cut out for this? Like, I don't right. know. Yeah. Right. So I have to be open to, like, okay, I'm just going to continue toward on the path of self-fulfillment and feeling good on my uh, on the daily. Right. Maybe this is not the path. So I have right. to also face that. Yeah. So at the same time of me walking this path, I have to recognize that this could be not the path. <laughs> like I could be on the right. wrong path, right. but yeah. I have to, but I you don't want to force it. You have to, you know, w- one of the things of, of trying things out is that again, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that you have to, you know, learning to navigate 
how to protect yourself, how to have boundaries, how to, you yeah. know, have, yeah. is, is the whole training. Yeah. It's a whole training yeah. Kristen, process. You know, yeah. Kristen, photo muse, Kristen was like, well, you know, you got a harsh lesson right out of the gate. What all of us freelancers have yeah. learned. Yeah. I have learned, you know, I have learned to fire clients. Right. And that's that was big for me because I always felt like I was obligated because they came to me for like one of the things that's the that's the spiritual thing of like, you know, as a minister. I don't think I don't think it's just because it's a spiritual thing. I think a lot of people feel obligated. obligated, Right. Do you feel that? Yeah. Yeah. And and for me to say, um, you know. It's, you know, when you're for, for my side of the job, which is the, which is very rare. There's two, there's two incidents that, that I have to say that I have to fire a client is this is one is that after a year you're, there's no understanding or improvement what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Like, like if, if I give you messages about your father, so specific, this is examples, like this woman came to see me regularly about the grieving process and all she wanted to do is talk to her father and i was able to specifically give her evidence that her father is in the spirit world like to tell her oh you were sitting on a couch the couch was brown and you were listening to carmine like carmen opera carmen carmen i don't know i said carmine mm-hmm. probably and it's the opera the carmine thing right and she goes yes and i said okay he told me that I don't believe you. And so after a while, I was like, she doesn't have to believe it. it's okay because all she could, she could not get past, like no matter what I was doing, no matter how I was helping. And I realized every time she was leaving, I became sad and drained because mm-hmm. I was trying to prove something that right. she wasn't willing to be open to. And that's when I, this was years ago. And this is why I have learned that um, I don't have to, I'm not here to convince you. That's the skeptic. Right. I don't yeah. have to convince you of what I do. Except for you. <laughs> except, except for, for Chloe. Chloe. <laughs> except for Chloe. Except for Chloe. Except for this teenage <laughs> know-it-all. That's right. I have to prove myself. <laughs> and you have to record it. <laughs> so, so. For their school project. That's right. And people are watching it. <laughs> That's funny. That was so funny. But, you know, I had to learn that process that I was so, I, I, I felt like it was my job to to show people that there that you are more spiritual than physical and i realized yeah. like no that's not my job because it drained me to the point of tears like mm-hmm. and having to work with you know the people who passed on and are sad and not she's not trusting and then yet she was so dependent on me and so i finally mm-hmm. and when i told her that i didn't think i was the right fit for her because i felt like my energy was getting a little bit off with her now and i of course gave her resources to grieving counselors you know like i gave, i i don't not just going to say get the hell out i mean i right. gave her resources i gave right. her other psychics i gave her other people that maybe it's just me cuz i can't work with everybody you know um and she could not take no for an answer yeah like to the point where she's like okay i'll come next week yeah. and then we could talk about this can i take you to dinner can i no then yeah. i had to say no and it was heartbreaking because all i want to do is make people feel better and help right? her and, and yeah. help her do it and you yeah. can't sometimes you can't you can't help people that don't want to be helped or don't know how to be helped and it's really sad mm-hmm. and the others are when people are trying to destroy you because they work in other kinds of culture forms that can destroy you spiritually mm-hmm. and i can feel them a million miles away and i say yes you do sorry Michael says no. <laughs> Money returned. Bye. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. Get the hell out. Yeah. 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 
So those two extremes. And it makes me sad because, you you know, I think that most of us want to do a great job and want to help, you know, want to do the best at what they do. And I think that when it's taking away from you, just know it won't happen. If, if it's yeah. taking your energy so far down where it's causing depression, anxiety, especially at night when before you're going to bed or if it it's monopolizes a conversation with your best friend, you know, maybe yeah, it's yeah. time to think about something else because that's not living. That's that's breaking yourself down right. and they're yeah. not worth it. No. no other person, although everybody has value um, and I'm very compassionate about it. I think that but nobody has the right to make me feel sad. Right. right. Yeah. Or anxious or depressed i've already been through that and it paid my dues as i said on the witchy wednesday video um was again this is something in five years like right now it's like it's an ouchie but in five years i'm gonna look back it's like not gonna matter right one bit yeah yeah you always want to make the right decision you always want to make the right decision i know you You did the right decision my voice went really high (laughs) (laughs) I, you know, there's, there's always other people to help you along the path. And I had the nicest conversation yesterday with our friend, my friend, Matthew Camp, who's adorable. (laughs) I, he was our first, he was our first guest on this podcast. Yes, he was. At the time, Matthew was uh, just a model and he's like, I don't want to say just a model, but like he was using his body for just modeling at the time and he was very very popular uh in especially in the gay world he's gay and he's a model and he's uh hot as fuck but uh, he's kind of <laughs> like really adorable he's, he's <laughs> like my brother and so yeah. i don't think of him that way mm-hmm. and so um over the last oh, year he's transitioned into full-on porn and he's making a lot of money on OnlyFans, which is the platform for people who do adult things mostly. It's like yeah. Patreon, but oh, for uh, adult? for like right. stuff, yeah. right? And didn't um, do we what? have to upgrade? Is that the way we're gonna make money? What um, <laughs> no, Sophie? What's the name of the that actress who just she made a million dollars in one day or one week? Oh, on oh, OnlyFans. Know. What's her Bella? Thorn? Is there a Bella Thorn? Oh, really? Well, Sophie's face is like, yes. what? <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. Not honestly. surprised, yeah. yeah. So she's went on OnlyFans. Is that how we're going to make our money? Well, I Do wish. I have to go on OnlyFans <laughs> show my boobs? I don't think it's all sex. Um, Cardi B just went on OnlyFans and she's yeah. like, I'm not showing you my titties or my pussy, but you guys are so nosy about my <laughs> life. I love her. I love Cardi I B. I love Cardi yeah. B. So much. Yes. I think Sophie yeah. and I talked about her I love so her. much. Yeah. And the Cardi B AOC exchange on Twitter is delightful last week yes so there's that so matthew's on OnlyFans now and he's based and he signed a very lucrative large contract with um uh men.com i think it's called anyway he's basically number one gay porn guy now Mm -hmm. and um he has hooked up (laughs) with number one uh global uh england's porn milf uh the uh the cock destroyer and i know a lot of people out there even <laughs> if you don't if you have never heard of her she's so famous and people are um imitating her like in the mainstream and she's known for her nasal voice where she says hi guys and you it will you will suddenly be like oh my god i you know, like now that i've said that or whatever so the point is yes that, it's good yes um i i'm adjacent to this 
to these people now because of Matthew. And it's it's a fun life. I happen to not be a consumer of porn. I'm all for it, I uh, obviously. I think it's great. Everybody should make their money. I think Cardi B should be president, uh, whatever. And so I'm really psyched. But I sometimes feel like a PTA mom in these. <laughs> you kind of look like a PTA mom in these mom. like situations. <laughs> there, there have been times where Matt is like, shoes. "Let me show you what I'm working." I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." <laughs> and um, years ago, when he first started going on OnlyFans, um, he has a wish list, and oh I was gosh. there, and and he got like a big box of stuff, and I was like, "What are you? What is this?" And he's like. Oh, fans give me things. I'm like, we I are want do- that life. What are we doing wrong? We're doing exactly. everything wrong. And we're also friends yeah. with Bailey J. Who oh, yes. Ba- Bailey gave me. I just I just helped write a porn. I just want to put that out there. I yeah, did help her. Did help. I did help. That was fun. That, yeah, um, I to do that. Uh, Bailey J gave <laughs> me um, a whole her. bag of makeup that somebody bought her. And she's just like, oh, I, I have enough. And I'm like, okay. And then Matthew was like, what do you want? And I was like, I want like a foot, uh, like a foot massager. <laughs> and so he's like, oh, and he put it on his am- his wish list, and I got it, and I got a pillow, <laughs> and at any time you can have lube. Like, okay, anytime. Uh, anytime he has so much lube, he's like, people send me lube, and it's <laughs> exhausting. I'm like, ugh, yeah. Okay, all right. But so anyway, fast forward. Wow. So we fast forward. So I'm in this adjacent world. Matthew's very cute. He's he loves us. He, he loves, loves well us, the family. He loves yeah. Donna. Yes. Yeah. So I talked to him yesterday on the phone, and he's like, I love your website. Your website's so sweet. And he read the story about Donovan, and he's so he's like, I love, it. I love it so great. I want you to do. He's like, I have an idea because he has millions of followers, and he's like, what if we write something silly and we put it up on YouTube, and I'll credit you, and like maybe, I don't know, we can just <laughs> do something. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so uh, like I'm, I'm, you know, on the precipice of walking away from this, you know, I guess small I have to read his cards while he's naked. I like I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'll wear I'll wear a hat. I'll wear a hat. I don't know. And I'll wear I know. Cl- like my Merlin you're outfit. Like, you're like, yes, Merlin. You're like, re like does you could be this the psychic. There could be a I don't know. Psychic for the porn <laughs> stars. Psychic for porn. I, I see I in know. your future a little a little naked <laughs> naked little anal. I, I I picture this in your future. I'd be very good at it. I'd he's be very adorable. predictable. What's great is that he's he really wants to help me. He's very cute. He really wants to help me. And so as I was driving home, I'm like, oh, this is my life. I'm I'm adjacent to the cock destroyer. And I don't know how I could possibly. How do mark- we mingle? This how, do I, how do we do that? How do I make this work? How do we make this work? <laughs> it's just not my life. I if I if I was your age, Chloe, I'm telling you, that's the way to go. No, it's not. Don't listen. to No, it is the way. to no, go. No, it's not that. No, it's very empowering. I think it's to very, just like you yeah. don't have to show off your no. bare skin or no. anything. You could just do weird things. Correct. You could do MSMRP. MSMRP. <laughs> Talked into the microphone uh, like sexy. ASMR. Right. ASMR. What is MSRP? That's the that's the what you buy a car. It's the oh, manufacturer's suggested like, retail price. Like, <laughs> you could do that. There you you do, there's other things that you could do. There's something out there for everybody. There like in a very thing. real sense. There is. There really I think is. the Marlin outfit. Yes. And Matthew could just sit there and I can. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> there's magic. <laughs> a profit. Yes. I can profitize. Uh, well, he's in England for a month, so we have a month to come up with something. Oh, gosh. He's That's pretty fun. I need to interview this kid, or this guy. Oh, yeah. I, I'll bring it to him. 
to sure. interview this guy. I would make a documentary He's on this so guy. Oh. oh, there already is. I mean, there's. there's is. Oh yeah, HBO oh. has is um, followed him around. He's gonna be on and uh, Netflix. Some some filmmaker. I. I was don't know so what mad mean. at this movie. He, there's a movie on Netflix called Getting Go, and it's about um, a go-go dancer and this guy pursuing the go-go dancer. I really think it was a film student, like an NYU film student, who has lots of money, and yeah. his parents were like, okay, make your pet project. So his pet project was about finding this go-go dancer and seducing him. And, and Matthew got paid, and he did it and all of that, and it was so poorly written. Yeah, and Matthew was like, Aren't "Oh, most the film, the filmmaker's gonna come over." I was like, "No, no, no, I'll smack that shit." I'm like, "He just wanted to have sex. He just wanted to be close to you, Matthew. That he made a movie to be close to you." And he's like, "Well, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever." <laughs> he's so like, he's so zen. Matthew is very zen. Mm-hmm. He's he does practice. He practices Taoism. He doesn't even know it. Well, he might know it because he thinks about things like that. But mm. he's very like. This is today. This is now. What's going to work for me? You know what? He was makes he work. was such a great first interview. I was like, we so have, open. we're so going to have guests on the podcast. Will you be our first guest? He's like, sure. Yeah, yeah it was great. Very, he's so very so grateful for all our guests. And we are grateful for you. Thank How you. spontaneous was that? I know. Thank grateful. you so Should much. Should you get cards? Me. You can do my, you can read for me. You can read for Chloe. Let's do some reading. Ms. Oh, Ms. okay. Miss Energy. So let's take a break. You'll come I back with cards. Okay, we're back. Okay, I got. I found my cards. Sophie found them for me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I don't know who this message is for. So, so me or Sophie or Chloe. And Sophie was like, May, May. <laughs> All right, hold on. Okay, I'm just shuffling. Here, I go and shuffling. Oh, my God. L-F-M-A-O, whatever that is. I know, that's Nico's favorite song. Oh, shit. What's it called again? Party. Party Rock. Party Rock. Party Rock Anthem. Rock. Everybody. Yeah. Again, oh. every time I hear that song, I feel like I have to get, Joshua, I have to get my stage suit and get dancing to it. <laughs> my yeah. stage outfit. Yeah. Okay, so I think this is for everybody. Um, this is what's happening because there's big changes going on. So I feel like I'm separating. I'm doing all the okay. separating. So this is the message, I think, for everybody, so it can pertain to you, kind of like a horoscope. So what's coming in is there's going to be a change in a, an abundance. Mm. So everybody, <laughs> obviously, I didn't need to be a psychic to know that. Right. You have to hold on to your resources. Do not spend more than when you have to. Yeah. Do not do it. You want to, don't do it. Okay? That was like, yeah. Because then when you do that, you'll be at peace. You'll realize like you did a good job. You saved some money and things are going to go. It's, I, I told you August was going to be tough. It's because September is right here and people are a little little nervous about what's going on. So everybody needs to kind of calm down about that. And then over here, that's the one aspect, is that a lot – Every okay, I don't know who this is for. I think it's for somebody in this table. But stop being afraid of the unknown. You, you have to move forward and not be afraid – uh, to find your dreams and we were talking about that with Donna right and then we we're talking about you Chloe too it's like don't be afraid to move for to move forward towards what you really want to do because you're afraid because not only about COVID stuff but that'll move through but it's also because you're nervous about what other people thinking other people are going to think or how you're going to do it you're going to have the money to do it so just move forward you're going to be happy okay you're welcome thank you 
Donna, this is also for you too, is that you're focused on the present, which is really good. And you have to move forward from old patterns. And they're saying, again, it's like you can break, you think you're, you're, you're held on by chains of what things are happening. Don't, don't, don't put yourself in a corner. Mm -hmm. Don't do it. And we all tend to do that. We, we put ourselves in these places where we think that we can't get out of. But really, you're you're not wrapped in chains. You have the freedom to, to make that happen, and you're gonna you're, you have the upper hand. Yeah. A lot of times we don't think we have the upper hand, right? So for everybody out there listening, this is for all you, all you. So now I'm reading for them, and Sophie, I'll get to you too. Is this, is that? So move forward wisely with intellect. Don't move on impulsivity, and don't move in. Um, don't move because you're panicked, right? Move because it's the right thing to do. And as far as contracts, you can move away from them and figure out another way to make it happen. So a lot of times people are stressing it. And I, and I, I know this is going to reach somebody that needs it. Is that I am sorry that you're stressed out right now because you don't know how you're going to make your car payment. Mm -hmm. I know that you're stressing right now because you don't know how you're going to pay your rent. I know that you're stressing because you don't know how. But remember, the only things that matter in the long run is food, shelter, clothing, and love. You will find another way. It is not the end of the world. This is all about contracts. Because the King of Swords is saying, they're saying, like, move forward. You'll find an another way because you're not making decisions based on your credit score. Uh -huh. You're suffering uh -huh. and you're panicking because of your credit score. You'll build your credit score back up. You will make it happen. It's temporary. It moves. It's, it doesn't, you know, you can, you can change that and call the people. Everybody's like kind of like waiting around. Yeah, this is about car payments. Look at that. Car payments. Mm -hmm. It was like bang. Car oh, car payments. Maybe it's Sophie. Sophie's pizza. Yeah, you're done. So getting a car. So I think that's what it is right now. It's like my mm -hmm. eye is twitchy. Mm. So I think this is really what it is. I just want everybody to know that get down to your basic core and remember that we we trap ourselves in what we think is very important and that all the material things that we have are the most important things and if we lose that we lose a part of ourselves and that is not the truth that is not the truth the truth is that you have to understand that you're here on earth to experience and you're in training and that you're going to go through ebbs and flows of challenges and that you have to understand that it's not as important as your health, your well-being, mm -hmm. your mental health. Mm -hmm. You'll figure out another way. Sit down and find another way. Yep. It'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, loving, loving everybody. Loving everybody. Okay? How was that? Good. That was great. I didn't get anything very specific. Well, I wasn't looking at you specific. You want me to pull out a card for Sophie? Just do one card for Sophie. Oh, boy. Baby daddy? You got something going on with baby daddy? It's not as a, the cards don't have to look like the people. It's not a play. It's like <laughs> it's about father figures. And it's so it's a father figure of you. Your uh, your father figure could be a grandfather, but it also could be your partner who's the father of your child. So it's about focusing on the father roles in your life and how you want it to look like. And that this is what's going to help you transform yourself because you're like trying to pick up the pieces from the past. Mm -hmm. And so comparing all of them, it's all about father figures right now okay. in your life. And when you shed that and let that go, you're going to have this really immense feeling of freedom uh, because you have the hermit. 
So there's some there's some there's some in there's some internal work that you got to work on, and when you do, you're going to feel really free. Very cool. It makes sense for what you're thinking about. I know, I know what you're talking about. You do. Yeah. You don't have a mic. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I realize that I am fearful of um, like. I feel like a lot of the times that the abuse happened when, when you know, Eric was abusive towards you, it always happened when I was sleeping or it would happen where it would come home. It would come to me, to my house. And so, um, and like my safe space. And so I have a fear, a constant fear that someone is just gonna come to the house and wreck it. And I've been really letting that go. And so I think that that's what that was. I think it was saying that like letting go of that, like someone is going to reprimand me or come to my house. And, And so I'm really, I'm happy about that because I'm working really hard I'm working really hard mm-hmm. on on being okay with people reprimanding me and it's very much directed towards the relationship I had with my father that I felt like we were always in trouble me and you. Mm-hmm. You know, there was always something wrong. So now if I'm in trouble, I don't give a shit, you know? <laughs> like my like my court like ticket. No, like my ticket yesterday or like that I'm doing something wrong and like, you know, I'm going to get my house taken from me or I'm going to get you know, Nico, take it. It's a very extreme. So, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah thank you. You're thank you for welcome. that. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, I'm okay. oh, I love you. I'm sorry we went through that, but I'm glad because we became out a team. You're my teammate. You did great. All right. I love you. Oh, it's like, <laughs> man. <laughs> okay. So let's. Chloe, <laughs> you got anything else? Got um, any questions? I don't have any questions. Okay, yeah. that was good though. You're yeah. gonna do what you wanted. You, you gotta go. You gotta go Can't. abroad and do it. Yeah, you gotta do it. We're gonna post yeah. the YouTube, the link to the YouTube video on social media. Yeah, to go with this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it was awesome. To what? It was awesome. It was awesome. Okay, love you guys. This was really yes. fun. I had a good time. Thank you guys so much. Oh, you're Thanks welcome. Thanks for being Yay. here, Chloe. Thank you. Thank you. All right, clap it out. Clap it out. So, so. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Open up my window.